You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to episode 170 of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast, brought to you by Drip Drop. Drip Drop was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. It was invented by doctors, and it's used by athletes, it's used by military members, used by doctors, it's used by literally everyone that's dehydrated, or it should be, at least. And she's by the Garage Guys. And right now, you can get over to dripdrop.com, use promo code GARAGEGUYS20, and you'll get a discount when you order the Drippy Drip. So do that. Let's shake it up. Like the cars. It's a great song, Drew. You like like that song? Shake it up. I like that song. Shake it up. I also like the get in there. Yeah, yeah. Get in there. Just that part of the song, the cancel the rest. Right, yeah, because that was like the only part of the song that like like when you were in college that like it was hot on the dance floor. A little hot and heavy? Yeah, a little wobble, baby, wobble. I remember that. There was a lot of wobbliness last night (laughs) in in Martinsville. So so we got to start this off. The main things we're going to be talking about on episode 170, obviously the Martinsville race under the lights, probably one of the most epic – races of the season so far very very drama filled very suspenseful race and i think it played out perfectly because if you caught earlier in the week they released a promo video for martinsville because this is the first time nascar has ever done this race under the lights all right and how they shot it and the lights the strobes everything it was just it was like literally it was it looked like a wwe uh intro video Almost like for the undertaker, like if the undertaker was a racetrack, he would be Martinsville under the lights. That's, that's what he would get behind that comparison. I like that. That's one of your better ones. I know. I, I, Hey, I'm coming around. It's the drip drop. Yeah. Don't mind me. I'm just over here eating lunch. Had to. No, I was seeing that you're, 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 we're lunch boys today. We are. This is uh this is good stuff. I've, uh, I had a little snack already. Had my little, my little lunch, but, but I'm always glad to see you. Snacking on the bowl. What, what, what do you got in there? Show, show, let's show the garage fam. Show the garage fam what we're, we're, we're munching on. Little Qdoba. Oh. See if I can angle this. Is it? Oh, that's oh, that's like that's that home style. That's not no Chipotle. No, uh, yeah, that's Qdoba. Has some steak, some chicken, some lettuce, some queso, some rice, some pinto beans. Get in there, boy. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, so so yeah. How about this race though? Okay, I got I got to go ahead. We got to start it off. Shout out to Martin Truex Jr. for not making oh, yeah. me look like a complete dumbass. Um, we uh we we had our pick video we put out on Rotoballer, obviously, and uh, I'm pretty sure everybody in the industry had Kyle Busch, and we we got a lot to talk about with our with the fantasy side of things, but Martinsville. Is, is for Martins, and I, and I said it, and I stay true to it. And, and it proved itself once again 
tonight. Now that Martin Truex Jr. understands short tracks and he knows how to drive these things, there's no stopping Martin in Martinsville. It's literally you cannot rule him out at any Martinsville here forward until he decides to retire. And I think Especially with that name. Yeah. The na- what happened to the sevens, though, man? What happened to the sevens? The sevens. Okay, so the sevens were a bad omen. All I right. Agree. At first, I thought that, okay, some, uh, we, we acknowledged that something was going on with Kyle Busch in the sevens. Um, and, and for those of you that didn't get to check out the Rotoballer video, basically what we stated was that Kyle Busch, starting in position seven, the last time he started in position seven, he finished the race first. The last time he started the race in 14th at Martinsville, he finished in first. Okay, so it's multiples of seven going on there. So usually when you roll a seven, it's a good thing. Seven or 11, right? Mm-hmm. You just don't want snake eyes. Well, in this case, the sevens were disguised as snake eyes. Okay? That is, is snake eyes. Snake eyes is not, not too good, right? The streak is dead. Yeah. So Snake eyes are not good. So that's, that's canceled. But in Kyle's defense, okay, I will say this. Toyota in general, except for Martin, because he, he, he's excluded because his name is Martin. All the Toyotas sucked like absolute penis. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> call it what it is. Dude, it was horrible, man. Watching the beginning of this race was a nightmare for everybody in DFS, obviously. Now, you know me. I, I, I'm a little bit more like I'll have some lineups that people will look at and be like, what, who made this? You know, because <laughs> I'll do some very contrarian plays. So when the race first started, I had like maybe one or two, three lineups that were like, just like through the roof. And I was like, oh my God, like this is incredible. But for the majority of it, I was like, okay, I knew that it was going to eventually balance out. Something had to give, but it was just the most insane start. But you can't have a start like that at Martinsville when you're Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin, because once you go that far back and you get lapped, it's very hard to get back yeah. on that lead lap unless you're in the position where you get the free pass or, or whatsoever. But I don't know what it could have been, man. I mean, I mean, just the toy, Toyota thing, because Christopher Bell was a pick that we both had. We liked him a lot, you know, and he, he struggled as well. So it, it reminded me of our conversation about news, like qualifying before the race starts. And we had had a debate about – how that impacts drivers. And this would have been a perfect race for you to say like this news impacts the race. Like get off of this driver if he moves to the back of the field. So these short tracks, you know, you got to remember that that's a thing, especially at Martinsville. Um, But like you said, the most bizarre 151st last of a race. And I know exactly what you're feeling, uh, what you're talking about when you have a few lineups that are crushing, but then you're like torn because you're like, do I root for these very few lineups or do I want these other ones to get back in the mix? It's like you, you can't have both. Um, yeah. So you can't have them both whatsoever. And, you know, and I definitely wanted the majority of mine to do better, you know, and I ended up and, and towards like the second stage, you know, that's when I started realizing like, okay, these are going to be the ones that are going to do it if they're going to do it. And that's when things changed for me. You know, I had one, I think I had like, you know, one with uh, Truex, Logano and Harvick. And um, I had uh, I had another one that I did, but I did well in multipliers. And, you know, I did decent in, in all my lineups that I had. You know, I, uh, I didn't have a losing night. I, I got some bags. I know you got some bags. So we got some bags. Um, didn't get the ultimate bag, 
mm-hmm. we got some bags. And, um, and, and so I'm satisfied with the performance, uh, you know, and we just, uh, it's just one of those weird things, man. It's just these races, the no practice thing and the differences. Cause like I said, there's just, there's never been a race under the lights at Martinsville. Um, you know, and, and all these things that, that line up, it's just, it's a very weird, odd year. And, you know, we're going to get a lot of things right, but then there's just going to be some of those races where we don't nail it all the way. Um, but I mean, that's, 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 that's a part of playing the game, you know? So, yeah, and we're going to be transparent about it too. I mean, this is probably one of the, one of the worst rankings I've done, but that was mainly to do with Kyle Bush and Olsen Dillon and it happens. Right. Um, and I had a few lineups bail me out. I think I ended up still winning a little bit of money last night, but, um, that's how it, how it falls sometimes. Sometimes one or two lineups will carry you to the green. But overall, uh, might be some frustration from the rankings. But I, I stand by all our plays for sure. And we nailed a few guys. I think we're going to get to that later. I know we nailed a few and Absolutely. we uh, just whipped on a few. So, Yeah, and that, that's – look, if anybody would have told you that Kyle Busch was going to just be complete garbage at Martinsville, they would have they, – they wouldn't know what the hell they were talking about. Let's, let's be honest okay. with it. So that, that's, that's what that is. You know, you talk about Austin Dillon. One thing about AD – it shot me was I know that we we were under the you know assumption that a, uh, I think it was AJ Allmendinger was going to be there to take over his car if in the event that he had to go and go to uh, to go see his wife because she was going to be giving birth very right. soon and it didn't work out that way but he still had to be pulled from his car I think that that you know they said he had, he he got overheated and it's it's more important now i think than ever that we get nascar drivers drip drop i know i've been thinking about that a lot it's showing itself man you know you had bubba pass out last week you had austin dillon pass out and had to be pulled from the car but i think what hurt the most is the fact that we were we we were under the assumption that that there would be someone there to take over his ride and there wasn't no no that he was there um it's something to do with the rules like he out for going to sort his wife or the you know the child and, and going into labor for his wife going into labor but i don't think he could almanager could get in after he basically exited for, for for heat and it had to do something with the way the car was damaged right yeah almanager was absent well see at first at first i thought that it was one of those things where you know the accident that he had in the beginning of the race like mm-hmm. it allowed the fumes to get in the car I don't think that that was the problem. I think that he literally just got overheated. Interesting. Well, if that's the case, still, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, the rules, I, the rules probably state that if yeah. that's something, then that's kind of like a, that would be like a free gimme. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for his situation with his wife, it's different. So that's definitely yeah. understandable. Um, looking at this winning lineup, though, you know, we have uh, Blaney, Kez, Truex, Logano, Busher, and McDowell. And let's go ahead and, and say, you know, Busher was definitely the play that I wasn't on at first. And going into Wednesday, when I started playing around with these lineups a little bit more, I quickly realized how important it would be to have Busher in because Blaney, Kez, Truex, and Logano, that's a, that's, a, that's a four stack right there. Yeah. And with the salaries, and like you said in your rankings, you know, when you were writing in your rankings article, there was a lot of drivers that were underpriced that you felt like. And, 
you know, and I agree with that 100%. So I had a lot of Busher and I had some McDowell and, you know, I had maybe one or two of the bottom barrel guys, um, you know, just kind of trying to two weeks in a row making us money. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. I wish I would have wrote about him a little bit more, but I, I focused a little more of my attention on DeBell and Custer. And it, uh, you know, with SHR, I thought that they were going to turn the leaf. Kevin Harvick was one of the guys that were – he was running really well. And then just towards the end there, got scooted back to, to 15th. And I think that that was a big uh, big letdown for the best lineup, one of the best lineups that I had. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just uh, – it's, it's like I had said earlier in the week, man, this was going to be a Penske – I thought it was either going to be Penske or Gibbs – we're going to dominate the race. And for the most part, Martin Truex put Penske on his back. I mean, put, uh, put Gibbs on his back. And then the Penske boys, did it. dude, they did it. You were, you were on it from, a, from the team standpoint for sure. Uh, yeah. Early. And back to your point on Busher, I think that was the guy that we were texting at like 2 in the morning. And I was like, I know we briefly talked about Busher, but I really, really like him. And so we were able to cover our bases on that. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. One point. There was one other point I want to make. Oh, the winning lineup. So I was off only one driver on that. I had um, Ryan Newman instead of Busher. Yeah. Ryan Newman still had a great day. It just was a Dude. difference of like four points. I know, man. Like Ryan had a great day. And look, this is the big one, okay? I don't know if you read the comments on our Roto Baller YouTube videos, but there was a guy that had literally commented on there and said, uh, I hope more people think like you, you guys about – Bubba Wallace I love free money and to that guy I want to give a big fuck you because he had over 50 points and had the his best career race just like I said he would have it is not anything to do with the equipment it's not anything to do with the package Bubba literally understands Martinsville and he's getting better and better at every race and he continued that trend so suck on that whatever the hell your name is that's all i have to say about bubba and are you going to be uh commenting on everybody's comments on the podcast because i would be all about that please continue to do so oh yes no i make sure you're, you're triggered yeah i did but but see here's the deal is like as soon as i saw that comment i started laughing i'm like this this kid has no fucking idea what's about yeah. to happen because i knew i had full confidence and faith in bubba at this track and bubba will eventually it could be the next race at martinsville it could be a year from now two years from now he will win at martinsville he will bring a clock home it's a guarantee that dude loves martinsville he said it himself after the race he loves martinsville and i i fully expect bubba to start getting um a, a little bit more money going into his car I think with everything that's happening in our society right now, people are paying a little bit more attention. There's definitely a lot more eyes on NASCAR now. And Bubba's been able to bring that attention to the forefront. It, it does not – it doesn't, like, skip a beat whatsoever. Like, Bubba will get a better sponsor. And it should be Buffalo Wild Wings because what better way to sponsor someone than for them to literally have – their name be B Dub. This makes Did sense. You get a founder's thing? I should. I should for connecting Buffalo Wild Wings. Literally, B Dubs. What's that noise? Oh, shout out to the clock. We're back. We're back in the presence of the clock. Shout out to the clock. It's been a minute. Shout out to the I clock. 
Woo! It's it. Dude, it's it, baby. The clock has not been around in forever. But look, even even the clock knows. Incredible. Okay? Because, it, it, hey, it, it was Martinsville. We had to have the clock. I had to make sure I was where the clock was for this one. But, you know, I just uh, – yeah. I, I definitely expect that. So, with more money, more equipment going in, it would be awesome to see that, that 43 back, you know, doing well and competing week to week. Because I know they got the right driver. They've had the right driver. It's just they, they – I don't know why Richard Petty – has had such a hard time getting better sponsors for a legendary number in NASCAR. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know, but I agree with everything you said. Yeah, I, I would love to see Bubba in a better, better equipment. Um, too. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to say that all this political, social stuff going on right now is gonna mean mean he gets better equipment, but his, there's so much pressure and so much eyes on Bubba to be the spokesperson right now for NASCAR that I think he's going to have so – I mean, the opportunities for him for sponsorships and, and – uh, That's what – that's all, that's all yeah. I'm saying this is. This is nothing yeah. more than that. He is literally bringing more eyes to the sport. I have never in my life seen Richard Sherman, Alvin Kamara. You've got NFL players watching NASCAR races now. Um, you know, just, just removing, you know, making the changes, removing the Confederate flag from this sport, taking, taking strides for diversity. Like NASCAR is about to explode because, because everyone's had this common narrative of what NASCAR has been for so long. And now that we're coming out, we're making these strides and changes like every other sporting, uh, every, every other sport out there, every other organization out there, we're bringing, we're bringing racing into the future. So I'm super excited for the changes that are coming and how this is going to impact all drivers and the sport itself and the fan base and what this is going to be. It's just a really exciting time for NASCAR and especially to be a NASCAR fan. So I couldn't be happier um, from a yeah. fan standpoint. And, of course, I'm happy from a, a DFS and, and sports better standpoint because oh, yeah. things are – Things are shaking up really well. Yeah, I, I, I can't complain whatsoever. And we got to talk about this, too, before we uh, – before yeah, we Can I say in. one thing? Yes, you have to. You have to speak. You have to speak. Just to, like, all the people that are so angry over the changes, I just don't really get it. And it tells me, you know, you're probably just unhappy with your current situation if you're so mad about this. And if you're unhappy with your, your situation – I'm betting that you're going to be mad for like two, three weeks and not watch racing. Then you're going to realize how unhappy you still are. And you're going to end up coming right back and watching on Sunday. So I, I don't think it's going to have like a huge hit. These people that are rallying together thinking it's going to have a huge hit on ratings. Probably we'll be right back watching. So. Yeah. And, and if they don't, then, then fine, get out. Like don't watch sports in general. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, like yeah. screw you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's the same. It's the same thing when when Colin, with Colin Kaepernick, whenever he was taking a knee, and everybody, I'm not watching the NFL anymore. And I remember people getting mad at me for like, because I don't know, like they they were just like, how can you sit there and watch this when someone's kneeling on our flag? And and at the time, I was just sitting there like, yo, I play fantasy football. Yeah, I watch and- it for entertainment. And I, and I bet on this. Like, I'm not going to stop watching. I watch this for football. I don't watch this for political yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like, if they want to do that, I completely agree. If they, they have every right to protest in whatever the, way they want to. Anybody that plays sports. Like, it, 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 it just it blows my mind how, how dumb Americans really are. 
at the end of the day sometimes. <laughs> like, it's just not all Americans, but, man, we – I don't know. And it's very That's small the ones that, it's the, Yeah, I mean, I think it's the, the, the minority of the ones that are the loudest. Like, the small group are the ones that are the ones complaining so much that it makes you feel like there's more people. But uh, Right. It, it's it's the people, people – Same wavelength as us, honestly. I, and I do, too. I think that it's, it's just the people that choose fear over love at the end of the day. I'm going on my hippie shit. So that's, that's literally what it is. It's just the people that choose fear over love, man. That's, that's, that's all I can say about it. And we'll move forward from there. But um, the, uh, the last thing I got to say about Martinsville that I don't think that we, uh, that we haven't given enough uh, gratitude to is uh, I did a dance yesterday uh to uh cnc music factory everybody dance now super excited for martinsville it was on twitter um and then everybody was starting to comment about the rain do you think it's gonna rain i'm like if everyone's dancing to this song and just screaming martinsville the the universe is gonna be like okay we can't rain on this track not on this night on this historical night in nascar so i started telling everybody if you're dancing you're rain dancing you're gonna keep the rain away so we did that and the vortex theory where if there's rain in the area and the car's going around, rain can't enter that because it's going to create this, uh, this, this combination of tornado-like force to where rain cannot enter the area. So I think a combination of, of the CNC Music Factory, Everybody Dance Now Dance, I did on Twitter, and the vortex theory and everyone that else that participated in the dance made it to where it didn't rain. Because if you were watching, as soon as the race was over, it started pouring. We're on to something. We're on to something. I didn't realize it started raining after. Immediately. I guess I just turned it off. Look, it was literally, and it couldn't have been more perfect. As soon as Truex did his burnout, got into victory lane, got his clock, took his, took his picture, poured. How incredible is that? Did you do it yourself? Do you think you caused it? Look, Are you taking credit? I can't take 100% credit because of the Vortex. 85? I, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say 50. 50%. Credit. 50%. Okay. Half and half. Vortex theory. Everybody dance now dance. So my question is, if, if we know that there's rain coming to any track, I got to test the theory again. I'm going to have to do another dance and put it on TikTok and, uh, and, and Twitter and everywhere else. And we're going to test the theory. Because if it works a second time, then I'm going to go ahead and bump it up to an 80% chase, mm. 20% vortex theory. Might be like the sevens, though. Might get you on the third time. I, I don't know. Yo, <laughs> I'll have to be careful, man. I don't like know. Next, you like how I did that? You did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, dude, you're, you're, the, you're the numbers guy. Chef boy, chef boy whipping yeah. numbers. <laughs> uh, man, I didn't chef up the, the one to Randy the plumber. Oh, yesterday. hey. Yeah, well, look. That's like, like a lock, though. Randy that was, like was the, I felt so good about it. Dude, yeah, I did too. Anybody would have, dude. Anybody, somebody like Jimmy Johnson that has literally like, it's like uh, Randy said, uh, the, the ultimate teller of time, father time. He owns like a shitload of clocks. So, yeah. I mean, like, you know that he's going to do good and look, and look what he did in stage two. So, yeah. I mean, he was looking I felt like. so good about it. Yeah, and, and I was like, okay, there's no way Alex Bowman is going to finish over Jimmy. I was all for it. But Randy was upset. But I told him, I said, look, hey, it's like that Tom Petty Miami. song. Yeah, we're on to Miami. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and, and it's okay. And we're going to bounce back. That's, that's yeah. just, that's just, we're that's going just two and goes. one. 
We're yeah. going to two and one Miami. Very easy. And it's hot dog season now too. I don't know if you, if you caught that for all I the did. garage fam. Um, we, we declared it hot dog season for the rest of the year. So uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of hot dog energy and we're going to be eating a lot of dogs. Um, going to be 2020 fun. needs hot dog energy. It does. Hot dog season is upon us. It's going to make everything better. Super excited. But looking at forward to Miami, um, we're going to have salaries and everything else. I think that'll be drawn. Right now it is Thursday, basically Thursday afternoon. So we'll have all that information for you guys as far as our picks, things like that on our Rotoballer NASCAR DFS preview show. And you can find that over on Rotoballer's YouTube channel. And be sure to be using promo code GARAGE when you subscribe to Drew and I's content. Over at Rotoballer, you're going to save 10% on your subscription. Um, and, and over there, you're not only going to get Drew's rankings, my picks, you're also going to get the video every week that's free on YouTube. You're going to get value picks by uh, Sean Engel or Justin Carter from week to week. You're going to get um, other analysis from uh, Sean Engel. You're going to get free rankings from him. You're going to get um, you're going to get a research station that you can use week to week, a lineup optimizer, um, and then driver updates and news is all there from our entire team with Rotoballer NASCAR. So be sure to use promo code Garage when you are checking out to get that subscription. Yeah. Um, uh, also to that point, just want to say that's like, that's like the biggest nod to how hard me and you're working. If someone supports that and uses that code and, and s submits that for us and lets us know, like give us a shout out that you did it. Um, if you like our content, then that's basically how you can show that. And the more you do that type of stuff, the more we can get on YouTube and uh, do videos and stuff like that. So just wanted to say that if you, if you want to show your appreciation, that's the best way to do it. Absolutely. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, we, we look at this. This is, you know, this is our job and we want to make sure you guys are taken care of. So we love it when you do take care of us as well. It allows us to keep doing what we do. And we do appreciate everybody uh, that is uh, that is out there that subscribed already and to the new people that do subscribe. So again, promo code garage, Roto Baller NASCAR premium content. Um, the race in Miami. This is going to be, I don't know how, much time you've taken. I, I, I thought about it a little bit after the race last night and I, uh, I started thinking heavy about this is the first time we're going to have a race in Miami. Um, and if, if it's not the first time, it's been a very long time, but first time where it's not November and it's not the last True. race of the season. Yeah. Um, first time thinking about that whereas right now for me. Yeah. This is going yeah. to change uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, the track conditions are going to be different. We're in Miami in the middle of summer um, or in the very beginning of summer. It's hot. It's hot down there. We yeah. go into Miami, Will Smith style. Somebody um, else is going to dehydrate for sure. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be hot. I need to find a way to get drip drop to Miami by Sunday. I might have to <laughs> go now and just be like, because I'm going to call people we know and just send a, sh a shitload of it so they can get it and just disperse it. And I think that that would be the best possible plan to keep these guys. I agree. Have we told our contacts there that, like, we need to make them aware of the two events, the Olsen Dillon thing and the Bubba event. Oh, they know. They do? They know. Uh, Drip Drop has seen what's okay. been going down. They're ready. Like, they're, we're just waiting on NASCAR, man. To give us the, the green light and then we're taking it all out there? 
Yeah, I would literally – dude, I would go find a way to get there because the only people that can go to this race are – there's I think there's 500 military uh, members that are going to be allowed to go and spectate, which I think is amazing and awesome for our military members. That's going to be something exciting. There may be some of those guys and girls that have never – watched a nascar race they get to go there so that's gonna be pretty cool uh definitely can always always a good opportunity to bring in new fans and it's cool that they're doing that for our military members um but yeah i, I we, we got to get drip drop to these guys i think it's gonna be a game changer for everyone so we'll definitely try to make that happen but we got a stacked week man um saturday we've got an xfinity race and a truck race and then sunday we have another xfinity race and Insane. The cup race. So it's going to be wild, man. Like, this is going to be a fun weekend. There's a double header, not a, uh, you know, a double back to back Xfinity race. And then the truck race, the truck race is going to be fun to watch. I'm excited for that one for sure. And, um, and then, of course, the way that they're doing things moving forward uh, with NASCAR, I don't think we're doing any more inversions. It's going to be drawing. Um, they're going to be drawing for place position. And I don't know how you feel about this, Drew, but. I'm honestly okay if they just kept doing this. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I I'm, I go back and forth. Are you talking about the no qualifying, no practice? Yeah, Please. like like just no qualifying, no practice. Like yeah, just, I'm cool with that. I'm it's cool. like literally just like slingshot NASCAR. <laughs> like I'm here for it, dude. Like I, yeah, I'm, I go back and forth though. Don't you sometimes like having the data though? Like. It's nice. It's nice having it, man. But like, it's, I think what happens is the longer you, the longer you play a certain way and you're just, you, you start getting used to how the things are. I mean, it might, it might make it a little bit more of a toss up, but in general, I think that, that this is, I think this may, maybe has probably helped me a little bit more than, than hurt me. Cause I feel like when we have a lot of data at the, at the forefront, like, you're you sit there and you do i mean like it's good to have it but like i sometimes people can overanalyze and really think really hard and you can do that with any type of thing but with this it's like okay this is where they're starting we don't know anything else but that and we got to go based off of what we know about them and it just it, it forces you to pay way more attention week to week and to look at you know what we do have for data which is the intermediate tracks like this is an intermediate track so we're going to go and look at, at other tracks similar to this one and then we can look and see okay if this driver did well at this track that's similar to Miami and we can kind of use those things and then we use pricing as well but I think that that's where the playing field gets even is because everyone is is using that as well so there's not one person that's digging into something deeper than the other um there's never been more emphasis on how you're building your lineups from a, like a roster construction standpoint. Like how is like, what is your process of how you formulate these lineups has never been more important than it is today. Cause there's no qualifying, there's no practice. The data is important, but everybody's got the same data. Um, so it just, if you are somebody that's taking your time and knows how to build lineups and knows how these ownership percentages are going to, going to go, you're going to have an edge and the edge right now in fantasy NASCAR is probably as big as it's been since 2016, 2017. Cause there's so many um, new players that we have, we have an advantage. It's just, it's a simple, it's a simple thing. Simple and, um, that's why we're trying to get people to follow, follow the leaders. 
That's it. That's right. That's why we want you guys to be subscribing and, and to follow us on Twitter and hit us up in the DMs and check out the Rotoballer Premium Slack chat. Like, we, we, we're going to take care of you guys. So, I mean, that's, that's why we do what we do. Um, but, yeah, so we'll have that information out again, and we'll make sure that we, uh, we get that to you. And also, if you want to play some Xfinity and truck racing, be sure to check out Justin Carter's news pieces over on Rotoballer as well. And there's a lot of good outlets for, for Xfinity and, and truck racing. I, I think that there's, there's definitely probably been some underground people that have talked about it since it's been on DraftKings. But um, th- there's, a lot of, there, there, there's, a, there's a lot of people I know that are covering Xfinity and truck really well um, out there. So definitely get data from anywhere and everywhere you can, but definitely go to Rotoballer first. Um, and other than that, man, it's, uh, it, it's just I'm ready to get, get these uh, – these these lineups started set and figuring out what I want to do and ready to see where some of these guys end up um, as far as position. I feel like we're going to be able to put together another really good Sunday um, just where things fell at Martinsville. I feel like it's going to allow um, – there's definitely going to be <clears throat> some tr- some huge chalk for Martinsville – I mean, for uh, for Miami. There will be some big chalk for this one because of how things fell up, sh- sh- shook out. Um, I mean, look at, like, Kyle Bush and Denny finishing where they finish. Like, they're going to be put into a certain area. Um, so, it's going to be – How be are cool. they doing lineup this week? Remind me. They're going to be doing, like, first through 12th, uh, you know. On ownership, on ownership points or on the last race? They're going to have – they're going to have – I think they're using a comp if, – if I'm, if I'm looking at this correctly, I don't want to lie. I don't want to lie. But I, I wanted to – I read something where it said it was going to be, like, last race and – um, ownership points, maybe like I'm not a hundred percent, but I, I'm pretty sure it's what I read. Because if it's if it's my point is I'm not I didn't mean to call you. I'm it's not going to matter. Yeah, it's not going to matter well, about Kyle Busch and Denny. It's not because like if it was something like that where this last race mattered a lot, then you're going to have some some chalk for sure. Yeah, so but I'm if it's gonna, uh, off ownership points, then maybe so, not as chalky. So here we go. Yeah, positions one through twelfth. Random draw from charter teams in those positions and owner points. Thirteenth through twenty fourth is the same. So it's just like normal. Yeah, it's just, just like, like it's been doing. So we'll see. We'll see Kyle Bush and you know in that one through twelve range again. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So. So the expensive guys will be. Um. You know who we need to capture? So the guys that. The guys that are right outside the top 12 at ownership points that are underperforming that get the random drawing in that 20 to 24 range. Because they're going to be – it's going to be 13 to 24, right? Those guys are going to be grouped together. Yes. So if somebody is underperforming because they had a bad race at Martinsville and they drop outside of the top 12 and then the random drawing puts them at 20th, we, we're going we're gonna to be rolling. I'm smelling what you're cooking, chef. <laughs> I'm smelling it. Yeah. And the so, same thing for each tier, right? Like you can do that at, for each tier. Yeah. Um, you're going to have, you're going to have somebody move in, somebody move out. So yeah, we'll definitely look into that and stay tuned and we'll, we'll make sure that we let you guys know. So you don't have to do all the work. We want to do that for you. Um, but before we go, I wanted to just ask uh, and see who is your early favorite 
for this race. And I'm going to give you a couple of names uh, that, are, that are really well here. Obviously, it's the championship, boys. Uh, Truex, <clears throat> Truex being on top right now with 123 laps led here since 2018. Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, uh, Matt Kenseth, Clint Boyer, Austin Dillon, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Newman, and Chase Elliott are the 10 top drivers uh, at this track. I can tell your focus right now. Yeah. I can tell you're so dead. But, I mean, if we're let, – let, let's, let's, just, let's just take it from some of the big, big guys, hypothetically. I mean, looking at what I'm seeing right here, you know, I'm going I, Truex and KB, honestly. Yeah. Let's just burn me. And I, I think Truex is going to – there's something about the way he, he's – the eye test the past two races for me with Truex tells me that he's going to have a nice stretch of races. And I don't yeah. have the – it's a gut boy thing. Once he, once he gets hot, man, um, once he gets hot, dude, it's, it's like Pringles. Once you pop, the fun don't stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and I've been ready to see that because, like, you know, I'm, I'm a – I'm a low key Truex fan, man. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Like I like I like me some Truex, especially for if I'm repping Toyota, then I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Truex over a lot of these other guys. Um, but yeah, for like for both of us, it's just gonna take uh, it's gonna take us seeing you know how things are looking as far as where drivers are starting at, and then we'll be able to analyze more from there. I got a weird feeling last night, and this could completely change, but I had this weird feeling when I was looking at all this that Denny Hamlin was going to win this race. I would love for there to be recency bias and people to not play Hamlin and Kyle Busch because of what just happened. Yes. And me and you go overweight. Um, if that's, if, if the qualifying order is where we want it. So I hope your yeah, feeling if, is right. <laughs> if I see, if I see Denny somewhere around like anywhere from like, like I'd say probably six to 12, then I'm probably, I don't know if I want him on the pole, but then again, I don't know how things are going to shake out because I've never seen a race here uh, at this time of year. So I don't know what that's going to do to track. The track conditions are going to be different. Um, Pitch strategy is going to have to be different. The overheating could possibly be an issue. This is what we're going to start doing. All the guys that we pick for races, we're going to make sure they all get drip drop. We're going to send them all drip drop. We're going to keep them hydrated. And that's, that's the edge for all the garage fam and the roto ballers that, that take our picks. It's a bribe. We just bribe these cup drivers. But bam, get your drip drop. Yeah, you're going to get our attorney signed. I know. Well, you, you finished up eating. I had a little snack. I'm probably going to get me another snack. This has been a show. And, uh, and, show. and get ready because we got a lot more content coming for you throughout the weekend. As always, you can hit us up. Find me on every social media network at Garage Guy Chase. You can find Chef Boy at Chef Boy yeah. R. Dean. I don't want to say it because I like the way you say it. You say it now. Your turn. Chef Boy R. Dean. Chef Boy R. Dean. You, you released a video the other day. This is the last thing I'll say before we get off this podcast. But you released a video where you said Chef Boy R. Dean. I think you said I'm about to get on the Roto Baller video with Chef Boy R. Dean. I was like, man, the way he says Chef Boy is just – it's really interesting. It's like a chef. Chef like Austin Boy. Powers. Yeah. Chef Boy. It's very pronounced. It rolls. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, enunciated. <laughs> got got yeah, to do go. that for sure. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, look, we love you as always. Ready to get back racing. Stick with the Garage Fam. We're gonna make sure that you get some winners and bag some turnies. Winners.
and let's uh let's have us a hell of a weekend and a hell of a uh race in miami we'll see you sports party repeat it's the garage guys 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 it's the garage guys